You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The 7 Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. To get your free copy, just send a text to 44222 with the word 7 Habits. That's the number 7 Habits to 44222. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Sean Castell, and he is the founder of premier app marketing agency called Preapps. Sean has helped thousands of apps reach millions of downloads, and he's worked with million-dollar apps like Flip, Overkill 2, and even billion-dollar apps like Cheetah Mobile's Security Master with over 550 million downloads. He's the creator of the App Marketing Academy, the world's best online marketing mobile app marketing program. So after stumbling on my words, I apologize for the intro, but hey, welcome to the show, Sean. Excellent. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. I didn't mention, but but Sean is also the author of App Secrets, which is, I think, an Amazon bestseller, right? It is. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. So the cool part is I mentioned that because we are going to dive into a major component of that today. What Sean is going to go over is the seven pillars of creating a million dollar app. And because he's worked with so many different companies and so many different industries, and he's put this book together, I felt as though it'd be a great opportunity to pick his brain and try to understand exactly how we can all start leveraging apps to grow our business. But before we do that, Sean, take a minute, tell us a quick backstory, and then we got to dive right in because you got a lot of ground to cover. Yes. uh, Well, thank you again for having me. Sean Casto. So just to give you a quick overview of, you know, who I am. So, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur ever since I can remember from lemonade stands to, you know, going door to door selling cookie dough. I started my first company in high school, uh, Social Network, and then kind of expanded a few different startups. They on after I went to college for entrepreneurship over in Boston. And uh, that's where I can really got a knack for more online tech and, and mobile app development. And so I started building apps on my own built a half a dozen apps on my own and then worked for an app development company. And it was kind of in that realm that really started to understand how mobile apps are going to be the medium of the future in terms of, of our interaction to businesses and, and others and, and communication uh, in the future. And uh, I just love the idea of being able to really create something that can have global access, worldwide you know, exposure and within a matter of, of days and weeks of launch. Whereas, you know, web is, is definitely something that's scalable, but when it comes to mobile, it's something that people have in their pocket 24-7, any given time, all around the world. And so you can actually create something and have it, you know, be exponentially successful and just in a matter of days instead of, you know, years it previously took for brick and mortar businesses. And so I began to connecting with, you know, developers and, and app creators and understand that the biggest need wasn't necessarily in development. Development has actually become easier and easier over the years. The biggest need has been has been more towards marketing. As more apps flood into the market, and there's over 15,000 new apps introduced every single week. The problem is, of those 15,000, 95% of them fail to be discovered and get five to 10 downloads upon launch. And so, 
I understood the biggest need was really understanding how successful apps worked, how they're able to scale and grow to millions of downloads and sales, and to be able to create the right formulas and strategies to be able to you know, uh, execute on that as success does leave clues. And so I began to work with individuals and app creators, you know, with the help support them on, you know, their launch and growth strategies and create an agency specifically designed for that. So we're now have the number one app marketing agency here in the U.S. called Preapps, having served over 3,000 apps over the past seven years now, reach over half a billion in downloads. And so we work with, you know, early stage growth startups looking to, you know, create the next best social network, as well as even billion dollar, you know, clients that are looking to be able to improve areas of virality, retention and sales of their app. Well, did you say 15,000 new apps a day or a week? So a a week, there's 15,000 new apps introduced in the marketplace across iOS and Android each and every week, which is insane if you think about it. But Again, that, that number increases year over year just because it's become easier and easier to be able to create apps you know, in the marketplace. Right. So I'm excited to dig in because you we talked for a minute before we hit record and we talked about these seven pillars to creating a million dollar app. So I know you've got a lot of info here. So everybody pay close attention, grab a you know pen and paper and jot down some notes. And at the end, Sean is going to give you an opportunity to get his book. So you can obviously get his book at the end. But between now and then, fill in the blanks, let us know the seven pillars, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. So being in the industry for a very, very long time now, um, you know, we've found that the most successful apps that you'd be familiar with, like Candy Crush, Instagram, Airbnb, Uber, and Snapchat, they all actually incorporate the same fundamental traits. Although these apps are across various different businesses and categories and industries, what attributes to their success and where they got today are actually sharing the same fundamental traits. And these elements are made easy to understand in my book called App Secrets, how to be able to drive breakout success and really achieve explosive growth. And so in this book, I kind of break down these seven pillars that really attributed to to their success from a high level standpoint, all the way granular detail into case studies and showing you exactly what players like Snapchat or Uber or Candy Crush been able to incorporate in terms of strategies and tactics to be able to get to that where they are today. And so if you'd like, I can go ahead and give you a very high level standpoint of these, you know, seven pillars. Yeah, perfect. Dive, what's pillar number one? Okay, perfect. So pillar number one is grand vision. So the first pillar of a million dollar app blueprint is having a clear and powerful grand vision for the future of, you know, your app business. It all starts with having that grand vision of the future. So you want to begin with the end in mind. Uh, you might be wondering, you know, what having a clear vision has to do with creating a successful app. Well, the reason why I start the pillars with vision is because You know, we've seen hundreds of app creators over the years who just aimlessly launch their app without a destination or a goal, which is, you know, without doing that, you're going to be quickest way to fail because you're just aimlessly wandering, not showing what to do after launch. And so, you know, I see so many people waste time and money building an app without having the end in mind. So every billion dollar app creator at some point declared what they wanted and developed a roadmap to get there. And so, you know, in depths of this pillar number one, we kind of go through that type of roadmap in terms of things to consider, what to look for in terms of, of that grand vision for the future and what you're looking to create. Because the reality is when you visualize, you materialize. And you know, as you know, a goal without a plan is just a wish. And so the intent is here is to be able to really understand exactly where you are looking to achieve and where you want to go and to be able to work backwards to get there, as opposed to starting from you know, scratch and saying, oh, what do I do tomorrow? Or what does it look like the next day? as opposed to looking forward in the future, let's say three, five, six years from now, 
on what you're looking to achieve and then work backwards to achieve it. Yeah, I love that work backwards thought process. Might that include reaching out to your audience or to your target market and kind of finding out what sorts of things they're interested in and working it backwards from there? Because I know a lot of entrepreneurs fall in love with their idea and I imagine app creators are the same way. And then they put it out there and they hear crickets because nobody nobody really wanted it, right? So is that a part of working it backwards or does that fit into the framework somewhere? It does, actually. That goes into to pillar number two, which is all about innovation, right? It's about creating something people simply can't live without, you know? And so, you, you know, it's about understanding what do people want versus what do they need? Because you need to be able to understand, you know, the key contributors to building a successful product. And, you know, having that customer experience that can be able to be intuitive, creative, and easier than other products out there. A lot of people think when they think about creating an app business is, oh, I need to create something revolutionary, something, you know, innovative, something that's never been done before. But the reality is everything's already been done before. As we mentioned before, there's 15,000 new apps introduced every single week. You're not going to be able to create something that from a high level standpoint has been created before. And that is 100% okay because Snapchat wasn't the first app to be able to you know uh, be able to share photos and videos and have them disappear. Uber wasn't the first app to be able to get a you know a taxi or or ride sharing. Facebook wasn't the first you know social platform out there to be able to connect with others. They just used certain components that worked in the industry, what people wanted, and evolved and innovated innovated accordingly. And so that's something that we you know highly highly advise for people is don't get stuck trying to you know create the most innovative revolutionary product out there. Instead, create something that people want uh, versus you know what they what they really need and to be able to continue to innovate and improve upon the user experience. Make something easier and better and cheaper than what's already out there. Perfect. So number one was grand vision. Number two is innovation. Number three is growth marketing. So you know the idea here is is a lot of people think that if they build it, you know, they will come, right? And so the biggest mistake apps really make out there when trying to grow is failing to pursue traction while developing the app. And so many developers think that if you build you know, a great app, users will you know, be the path to their door to get it. But that's just not the reality. Traction and product development are of equal importance. And so each should get half of your attention when it comes to actually you know, getting this app business up and running. And so experts call this the kind of 50% rule and spend 50% of your time on product while the other 50% on growth. And it's so unfortunate because what happens is, you know, you have, we connect with people that have spent a million dollars creating the most innovative, beautifully designed, revolutionary app in the world. Problem is they launch it and get literally like five downloads and no one in the world knows that the app exists. So what good is spending, you know, a million dollars in, in years on development if you're not being able to actually get your product out there and if people don't know your app exists. And so that's why, you know, marketing is the lifeblood of any business. What are some of the key growth levers? Sure. And so, you know, one thing that, you know, we emphasize when it comes to a launch is there are certain fundamentals that need to occur in order to be able to launch any app successfully to be that, that 5% of winners, because we just discussed in 95% unfortunately fail to be discovered upon launch. And so there are certain fundamentals that need to occur in order to be able to set your app apart. And the first is really understanding how your app is going to be ranking on the app store and Google play. So they call app store optimization and using really dynamic and comprehensive techniques to be able to really pick the right, you know, search name, the right keywords, the right, you know, icon, captivating screenshots. Another fundamental is going to be uh, videos. We live in an age now where, you know, video content is king. And so videos are going to be a key component to be able to have your app shared across social media and actually having high conversion rate there. 
And then lastly, is going to be press and media exposure to be able to differentiate yourself in the marketplace and really make you know, that app famous upon launch. Perfect. Okay, great. So that's number three. What about number four? So number four pillar is a team. So although we typically look at you know, the founders of C- and CEOs of businesses, you know, the reality is there would be no Snapchat without Bobby Murphy. You know, there'd be no Uber without Garrett Camp, individuals you may not have heard about, but there would be no Apple without Steve Wozniak, which you probably heard about. The truth is you can't, can only be as successful as the people whom you surround yourself. And so a million-dollar app begins with a million-dollar team. And so we can emphasize and go over case studies in terms of, of you know, these billion-dollar apps and the teams that they formed early on to be able to get to where they are today. Because you can't 10x your business with a 1x you know, team. So you have to understand early on you know, having the right players in place to be able to you know, get you to where you need to be. So what are some of the roles in a high-functioning team in and around growing a million-dollar app? Yeah. So in our book, what we found is you know, of these highly successful multi-million-dollar, billion-dollar apps, there are really kind of three primary roles. And this is emphasized in not only my book, but many other books as well. And so the first role is really that hustler. The hustler is kind of typically the kind of CEO, uh, individuals that are building relationships those that are kind of running and kind of the visionaries of the Mark Zuckerbergs. They're all hustlers, whether they want to admit it or not. Number two is going to be the product manager. This is going to be the executor. This is going to be the individual who is looking at the, focusing on kind of the how and the who. You know, how are we going to do this? How are we going to execute? How are we going to get to creating this amazing product? And then the third one is really the growth hacker, you know, getting those downloads, getting that marketing uh, in place to be able to understand and focus on areas that are uh, marketing and to be able to scale and grow. They focus on areas, you know, untestable, measurable, and scalable tactics that can really grow their business uh, to where they're looking to achieve. So those are kind of the three underlying kind of characteristics of that kind of winning team. And so that could be comprised of three individuals. Sometimes there's overlapping within, you know, one or two individuals will have two of those traits that uh, really varies, but you need to be able to have at least all three of those in place to be able to, to have that winning team. Perfect. So team is number four. What about number five? Number five is virality, retention, and app addiction. So we go over the fact that, you know, virality is a marketing term that, you know, refers to obviously the phenomenon of, of a product or service experiencing exponential growth over a short period of time. And every single day, I honestly get asked, how can I make my app go viral? Uh, my answer is always the same in the sense that, you know, deliver an exceptional experience, people will never be able to forget. You know, if you build something, people really want and give them a compelling reason to share it, your customers will grow and your app business will grow for you. But the reality is apps don't go viral by accident. Virality is actually strategically engineered. You know, how did Pokemon Go, for example, reach over half a billion downloads in less than a year? Uh, they use specific viral growth engines that we kind of go over in detail in terms of, of, you know, what that is comprised of. Because you know, in truth, growth is not achieved through a specific hack or a quick trick. You know, app developers who resort in you know, short-term gimmicks typically don't get the type of traction, you know, that they're looking for, and they usually don't build the best products. And so viral products generate exponential growth because they leverage each acquired user and customer and build a kind of a self-sustaining user acquisition machine. Yeah, it's really funny. The first thing that came to mind was Candy Crush. My wife is a Candy Crush junkie. And I was blown away when I read an article not long ago that said, I don't know if most people realize this, but that Candy Crush app will do over $1 billion in sales through an app. Is that correct or did I misread? Nope, that is that's correct. At their, at their peak, yeah. They don't, honestly, 
get to that level anymore. But yeah, at their peak, they were the most successful gaming app out there. We have app growth experts that work with our company at Preapps Agency. And so we offer consulting for a lot of clients and our app growth experts worked at Candy Crush. And so they understand the metrics that are needed and, and strategies in order to be able to get, you know, to 10, 20, 30 million downloads a month for that type of you know, app. Um, and so that all comes down to obviously understanding the right marketing channels and having the resources to be able to make that happen, right? So uh, Candy Crush was able to get to where they are today because they understood not only the virality components of how to get people to share the app internally, but also understanding you know, what their lifetime value was per user, how much money they were making per user, and so they can spend enough to be able to acquire that user and still stay profitable. So they were actually spending more money to acquire users than any other gaming app out there, and yet still you know, are returning a profit. Um, so they were really granular in the numbers, which is really you know, key to, to success as well. Perfect. All right. So that was number five. Number six. So number six is all about money mastery. As I mentioned before, Candy Crush was a key testament to understand how much they're able to make per user and then being able to actually spend enough money, still stay profitable to be able to scale and grow. Unfortunately, when it comes to the mobile app industry, the unfortunate truth is that more than 85% of apps on the market are like hobby apps. They do not have a sustainable business model. And so these app creators aren't in the business mindset. They're solely in like the development mindset. They oh, I had this great idea. You know, people are going to love it. This is also why, ironically, you know, more than the same percentage fail, you know, every single year. And the reason they fail is they don't earn enough revenue to sustain the cost to actually market them. And as I mentioned before, marketing is the lifeblood of any business in particular, not just apps, but any business in particular. And so the apps end up with minimal downloads and draining both time and money, and they end up giving up on it. So that's why, you know, money mastery is really the key to understand how are these multi-million dollar and billion dollar apps really generate, you know, the most revenue and to be able to maximize that, you know, throughout, uh, throughout the years. Yeah. So cost of acquisition, lifetime value, things of that nature are critical if you really want to grow and scale an app. Exactly. And so an app business requires, you know, a business model with the right pricing, the right messaging and the right, right, you know, delivery channel to the right target customer. And so in, you know, our, our, Within this pillar, we go over the uh, kind of 10x revenue model to be able to understand these different steps that are needed to be able to really essentially 10x your, your revenue if you're already generating you know, revenue accordingly. Perfect. All right. Awesome. Number seven. Yes. And lastly, number seven is uh, measuring success because you can't improve you know, what you don't track. And so it's about optimizing your app, or if you don't optimize, you'll become irrelevant. And so there's so many app businesses that start off and they're you know, hitting the ground running and they're, and they're doing well. And then they just kind of fall off the map. It's because they're not continually monitoring, improving, innovating along the way. And so what we always say is, you know, don't be lazy, test like crazy. Understanding your metrics and, uh, and what to track and your key performance you know, indicators is going to be key to, you know, that long-term success. And so, you know, a lot of people launch their app business and they don't track the right components. And so what we emphasize in this, com- in this chapter is really understanding what to be tracking within your app business. And to be able to how to how to actually you know make the right decisions based on the data that you're getting because data collection is great but if you're not actually making informed decisions you're not going to be able to actually improve the overall operation accordingly and so that's why you know we kind of leave it with uh, measuring success because again you can't improve what you don't track and so you need to be able to track to be able to improve it there and after and scale and go to those next milestones that you're looking to achieve. So what would be a couple of KPIs that you think would be most relevant to track 
for somebody that's looking to create the next million dollar app? Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to analytics, there's certain framework that we like to to convey to anyone look, considering to you know, launch an app. And there's certain requirements. There's five key metrics to track and grow an app. The first one is acquisition. You know, where do your downloads come from? Who's actually downloading it? Where, where are the sources of these downloads? Number two is activation. Are they actually using the app? Because what good is a download if people aren't actually using it? I mean, you can get a million downloads, but what happens if people don't actually use the app itself? And so that's something to key to, to, to consider. Number three is retention. Are people actually coming back to the app? Because again, it's great to have a million people maybe using the app once, but it'd be better if they could actually continue to come back. According to an analytics agency, Localytics reported that only a 60% chance a user will return to your app if it has not been uh, used within a week, 60%. And so it's all about understanding how to get people to continually coming back to your app, not just using it once throughout the year, but maybe once a day. Because if you're looking to be able to create a you know, billion-dollar company, all billion-dollar apps are apps that you use essentially every single day. Uh, number four is referral. Are people actually sharing the app? Like, are people sharing your app with friends and families? Are this, is there metrics in place to be able to share the app internally? Uh, number five is lifetime value. How much money are you making per user? Understanding those metrics, understanding, you know, how much are you able to monetize from each and every user and download that you're getting, and also tracking that back to the source, understanding you know who are your best customers. This shouldn't be any surprise to most business owners, but you want to understand and track these individuals. And that's what's amazing about apps is it's not like a brick and mortar store in the sense that you walk into a Banana Republic and you buy you know a shirt. Unfortunately, a Banana Republic doesn't know where that person came from. You know they just stumbled maybe walking in or they you know drove to that location. They are not able to track the key metrics, and that's what's amazing about a mobile app business is you're able to track because it's all you know trackable and testable uh, within that technology. You're able to understand this user came from Facebook, and they have this demographic because of this advertisement that you promoted, and this is this age range. Um, this is the interest that they like. This is what they bought. This is what they how they use the app. This is how long they use the app for. Uh, and you're able to understand all these key you know data points that allow you to be able to make better better decisions in the future. Perfect. Well, listen, that was a lot of info really quick. I appreciate it. There was a lot to fit in there. So we covered the seven pillars of how to create a million dollar app. These next couple of questions, let's do rapid fire if we can, and then we'll wrap it up. The next question is, what is your favorite growth tool or software when it comes to growing your business? Good question. So there's not just one kind of hack, not one little thing, but I mean, to be honest, it all comes down to just building a product that people actually want to use and that are willing to share with others. And so that's going to be a key component to any successful app. And I can tell you how many products that we see that are just of poor design and poor quality, yet they still want to get, you know, billions of downloads. Yeah, it's just not going to be the reality if you're, you know, having a, a poor quality app. Well, when it comes to your business, pre-apps, what tools are you using or what tool comes to mind that's helping you grow that business? If you have a tool or software or something specific. So from a tool standpoint, you know, are you asking me in terms of, of how to be able to market our clients app to be successful? Yeah, I'm talking about you, more micro on your business, right? About your business and how you, what tools you're using to actually grow your business, not necessarily how to launch an app. Oh, oh, I see. Uh, well, one, our customers. So our customers are ones that are actively, you know, being able to share their testimonials, their success with others and driving more success. So that's something we, you know, 
highly, highly advise if you don't have a system in place to be able to have your internal customers you know, sharing uh, their experience. But our business has, has been very successful just growing organically, um, being able to be you know, the best in the industry and getting that recognition from outside press and media outlets. And you know, if you Google search you know, top app marketing agency, we're always the number one to appear in various different directories and search engines. And so that's been the biggest contributor to, to you know, where we are today is just leveraging our success and, uh, and testimonials to be able to get us the credibility that we need to be the best in the industry. Perfect. So besides your book, App Secrets, what's one book you would recommend to my audience? Think and Grow Rich. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a classic, obviously. Many people have mentioned that on the show. Perfect. Well, listen, before we wrap up, Sean, let everybody know how they can connect with you and a little bit more about how they might be able to get a copy of your book, App Secrets. Yeah. For anyone listening uh, that's interested in you know growing their successful mobile app business, I highly recommend getting a copy of uh, App Secrets. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, for like twenty four ninety nine, but and for any of those listening, we'd be happy to actually pay for the book for you, and you can just pay for shipping. You just go to seancasto.com, s e a n c a s t o dot com slash growth experts, and uh, you'll be able to get a copy of that best selling book and ship to you. And so we'll go ahead and hopefully uh, have a link to that in the show notes uh, as well to make it easier for you. And then you know go to seancasto.com if you want more details about you know how we can best support you uh, in any way. But again, also happy to connect on social media at Sean Casto on Facebook and Sean Casto on Twitter. Perfect. Well, listen, thank you so much for being here. I will definitely make sure all those links are in the show notes. Have an awesome day. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sean. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.